all we can say is, is be supportive in that. Mm -hmm. And like you said, pray for him. I mean, obviously we're not going to change Kanye's mind at all because I don't have a direct hotline to his phone or anything like that. I have have his number. I texted him. Oh, you have his number? Yeah. Well, I told him I didn't like track number four, but that's fine. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, but, but say all that to say like, you know, all, all I can do is pray for him yeah. that he would be strengthened and encouraged in Christ. Welcome to Biblical Lenses, a podcast that explores the how and why of living as a Christian in a pop culture world. Movies, art, people, everything is up for debate and nothing is held back. In each episode, we explore a topic through conversation, banter, and the Bible to try to get to the truth of the matter. We're not pastors or scholars. We're just regular Christians trying to understand the world through the lenses of the Bible. In this episode, we're talking about Kanye West. Will Kim Kardashian start a women's ministry? Time will tell. Three, two, one. Jesus Jesus is king. king. Yep. And ye is awesome. And yay. Yay? Yay. Ye or yay? Yay. It's yay. All right, we'll go with and, yay. And you, you even hesitated. You were like, and ye? Well, how come he has Yeezys? Well, it's Yeezys, it's but not it's yays. Because it's con yay. Oh. Not con ye. it's spelled Y-E, though. Yeah, well. Isn't that ye? Yeah. All right, well, welcome to that, Biblical Lenses. We're yeah. obviously talking about Kanye West. Obviously. And his new album. Formerly the artist known as, as uh, Yeezus. Was he well, known as see, it's Jesus, not Jesus. That's what I'm saying. This maybe is it's, Maybe it's Jesus. Oh, we're getting like, <laughs> Anyways, we're mixing a lot of things up. <laughs> mixing in a there. lot of things up. <laughs> but welcome. Yeah, welcome to the podcast. Today, we're talking about Kanye West. Quite the uh, controversy yep. on the new album drop. Yep. Um, first time on the podcast, we're talking about, it's probably going to be a little bit of an album review. Mm-hmm. Probably going to talk some lyrics. Yep. Going to talk some art and some music. Yeah. And we're going to talk about Kanye. I'm just not in the space of, of music. So I don't have like, it's like, I'm not a film critic. You okay. know, I've seen, I've had some friends that have gone to film school and they're like, I'll, I'll watch a movie and then they'll watch the movie and I'll be like, it was a hundred percent rotten tomatoes, you know? And they're like, no, it was a 1%. And I'm like, Okay, please explain yourself. Like, I feel the same way about this album. Like, I listened to it. I was like, great. He proclaimed Jesus' name. It had some gospel like aspects to it. Right. But, you know, somebody else might listen to it and be like, critic. When you say, I'm a critic, like that, that's bougie. Yeah. Like, I think Martin Scorsese and somebody else just came out and they were like, Marvel movies are not not cinema. And I'm like, okay, Okay. shut up. Hey, is it entertaining to me? Yeah. Yes. Did I cry when Tony Stark died? Spoiler. If you haven't seen Endgame, if you haven't seen Endgame, you're. You, you're bad. not going to watch it. But yeah. I cried. Yeah. And then I watched it again yeah. on a flight like a month and a half, Fantastic. two months later, cried again. Yep. So is it cinema? Yeah. I don't know. Is I, it black and white with subtitles? Is that what it's but needed? But I, I do recognize that there are people that are in that space that know a lot more about it than I. Like Maybe. you've been in the music industry for yeah. a, a while. So you but might But I mean, in one way, like uh, Avengers Endgame, way better movie than Taxi Driver with Robert De Niro or Raging Bull. And you can come fight me if you think that that's not true. And Citizen Kane. Oh, come at me. Wow, that's somebody's gonna come at come you at now. Me. My wife is gonna also come at me. Also, Schindler's List. Just kidding. <laughs> no, Whoa. no. Schindler's List, list no. way better. You just way don't better. want to watch it yeah. very often. Um <clears throat> anyways, so, back to Kanye. Back to Kanye. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, there are some critics out there, and we're not we're not hip hop artists. No. But we have an opinion. We do. We're allowed to have an opinion. Yeah. Let's yeah. Okay. We're, we're a bunch of straight white males. We're allowed to have opinions. Let's do it. Before we get too far 
into this. Um, uh, you know, let's do, uh, if you haven't subscribed to that, that's so horrible. Well, I was going to say like, segue, segue. first of all, oh. submit to us if it's ye or yay. Those oh, yeah. who know, I need to know. Yeah. Yeah. And could you spell it out phonetically? Yeah. Phonetically. Please. That'd be, we'd appreciate that. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please do that. Uh, so, you know, when a new episode comes out, we do a new episode every single Wednesday. Um, so you can head over to Apple podcasts and, uh, leave us a five-star review, maybe write a little something. And, uh, if you want to tell us your thoughts on Kanye there, that's cool too. Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear them. You yep. can find us on Instagram, Twitter, all at biblical lenses, you know, uh, slide into the DMS. Let's talk. Slide in the DMS. All right. Kanye West. Dropped it was it was like three days ago, at yeah, this, yeah. At, at three or four this days ago. This yeah. recording three days ago, he dropped his new album, which is entitled "Jesus is King." Jesus is King, yeah. which you you know it's it's pretty bold. It's so it's bold. He he has like he's been going through this transition of like cr- like Christianity, like getting deeper and deeper into. I don't know how to say this appropriately, but basically like I, I see a progression of his Christianity throughout the last like five or six years. I think okay. just now a lot of the mainstream like Christians are starting to look at Kanye and go, Oh, like the last album you made didn't have any curse words in it. Like it talked about a lot about Jesus. So you, you're right. a Christian now in reality, like he's been proclaiming or professing Christianity for the last like five or six years. Okay. Just, I thought was interesting. What I thought was interesting is that this last album, he chose to not have any like crude references, not use any like, um, curse words. It was right. all just like gospel music, glorifying Jesus. Right. Um, whereas like compared to his, uh, album uh the life of pablo which was uh two albums ago right um still professed jesus in, in the album but there were many different you know profanities that were used and crude language that was used and right. what many christians quote unquote uh would say would probably is not not, was, not appropriate not appropriate so i mean i you know you're hitting on the point or the topic of the transition the progression, the, the maturing mm-hmm. of somebody who is seeking Jesus has found Jesus yeah. and their life is starting to change. Like we would call that sanctification, yeah. right? Yeah. So like, do we, is that what you're saying? We see sanctification, the process of sanctification happening in Kanye West. Well, let's, let's get a little deep right now. Oh, let's go. So let me ask you a question. Like Jesus would ask a question. Um, do you think that it's appropriate to call yourself a Christian and use like, crude lyrics or use curse words like in a song oh that's tough because i've had i've had certain youth pastors like when life of pablo came out yeah there were certain youth pastors that were like hey like let your fruits reflect like what your inward heart is and they said like the fruits of kanye are not evident of his of his faith man that's tough you know because okay so here's here's my question like what do you do? I've actually, okay, hold on. I've been in this situation mm-hmm. and probably not with, is it with curse words? I used to play music, yep. right? Um, and I came to know the Lord. I didn't say like, oh, I need to stop playing music. Yeah. I started playing different music. Mm-hmm. But um, years later when I was like, I think at that point, like I was like serving in youth ministry, like really, really like maturing in my faith, mm-hmm. I would say at that point. Um some of the guys in my old band were having like a reunion show. They're like, Hey, come out and play. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, okay, do I go out and I play the same old songs? Yeah. The songs that are not glorifying Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they're not necessarily like anti Jesus, yeah. but like, do I go back and play those songs? I don't know. Yeah. Like there was a song in like an old band I was in 
that one of the other guys wrote about dating girls that were like 17. Yikes. 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 And I'm like, do I stand there? Yeah. Like, uh. And I, at that point I came to the conclusion after like a lot of prayer and like, and just talking about it with my wife. And it was like, it's kind of a ministry opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like to go be around those same old people and like love on them. Like you're not like rejoining the band, but like you're just there yeah. to like, as a, you could be a, a godly presence. I was like, all right. So yeah. like, I guess I'm going right. And I did. But I always, it was hard for me because I was mm-hmm. like, I'm just not into these songs. Like, yeah. I'm not here. So, like, Kanye has lots of old albums. Mm-hmm. Like, in a similar way, Chance the Rapper has a bunch of old albums yeah. before he really started, like, heavy into his faith, right? Mm-hmm. Do they still sing those songs? Well, now now that he's still heavy into his faith, I, I think Chance the Rapper is still making music with, like, lyrics that most Christians would, would claim is not glorifying to God. Mm-hmm. And so that's my thing is, is like, if let's say Kanye releases a new album in another year and it has curse words dabbled into what it, do we do? you know, it's like, what do we do? Do we, do we renounce him? Because we don't think that his, that, that curse words are, are appropriate in a Christian's life. Or do we recognize that like maybe Christianity or a Christian life lived, can be lived you know, with courses, I think the best biblical reference that kind of brings some clarity okay. is basically when the Bible says like, Hey, don't let any unwholesome thing come out of your mouth. Like, well, you know, what is unwholesome, tr- you know, like anything true. that doesn't glorify God. Oh my gosh. We could have such a long debate about like what's an unwholesome word and what's not. But like, also I, I have to go back to the sanctification point, which is yeah. like, like it is a process. Like we are works in process as mm-hmm. believers, right? Like I got saved and I, at at that point or before that I was smoking like one to two packs a day. Yeah. Right. Like, and I, a couple months go by, I've given my life to Jesus. I'm still smoking one to two packs a day, but slowly the Lord started to convict my heart. Right. Mm -hmm. I I was, uh, like addicted to certain other things. Slowly the Lord started to like convict my heart Mm -hmm. about those things. So I feel like it's wrong for us to jump in and go, well, you need to quit all that right now. Mm. And it's like, well, we're not the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Like, let the Holy Spirit do the work of like conviction in him. It's not our our place, yeah. right? But that rubs up on the other topic I want to talk about, yeah, which is ahead. the people who have, you would think that uh, unbelievers or people who are not big fans of religion or the church, you would think that they would be the ones who would be like, oh, Kanye, like yeah. Jesus is king. Like this whole thing's stupid, a gospel yeah. album. Great. He's sold out. He's stupid or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. But, um, and there is some of those voices out oh, there, yeah, completely. but uh, the biggest critics are Christians is the, f- and I want to, I yeah. want to talk about the, the topic of Pharisees yeah. and pharisaical remarks towards well, towards Kanye. I think it's it's good to to note too though. I believe that there is a majority of Christians that are out there saying like praise the Lord for another soul one for Christ, right. right? I think that the people that get the most media attention are the Christians that look like hypocrites or that look like Pharisees. Like sure. what a, what an interesting play by the enemy to take these probably smaller amount of Christians and say like and highlight them and say oh look at like these people who who are denying a fellow believer i agree with you but disagree with you okay i disagree with you in the fact that i think that when jesus says that the road to destruction is wide and mm-hmm. many will travel it yeah and that the the, the path he's laid out is a narrow one right mm. i think there's a very narrow amount of people that are going 
yes mm -hmm. awesome amazing like another soul one for mm -hmm. christ and there is a large road of people that go really? he can't be a christian look at all that he's done he can't change interesting and they're pharisees i think there's more people more christians proclaiming air quotes christians really? that are right now chastising them in their hearts chastising him in their hearts and going nah I'll wait until I see it instead of rejoicing. So what, what is the appropriate response in, in this, in this area? I mean, obviously you would say to welcome Kanye with open arms. I right? would, yeah. I would have a similar, I don't know we might, I think we talked about it a couple episodes back about like Benny Hinn, yeah. like renouncing the prosperity yep. gospel. I say, praise God. Let's see it walk, walked out. Mm -hmm. Let's give it time, but let's give it the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I don't want to be such a cynic yeah. that I put a wall up and go, no, he's never going to change. Mm -hmm. I, I want to be willing to say, hey, praise God if this is, I, I, I'm really prayerful yeah. and hopeful that this is. And it's, it'd be stupid to say, is there anything that I could do? Maybe if there's prayer, I could do yeah. prayer and of pray course. for the guy. Of course you can. You know? Because I mean, here's, here's a man that now is in, that is in the, the fine microscope of media attention where it's like everything in his life right. is under a microscope. And, and I think in many ways, like we should applaud Kanye for, for the boldness to step out because I think if my life was to be held underneath a microscope, right. I would be very concerned. I would be very concerned with how people would view Christ through me. I mean, you know, here is, you know, what I, gosh, I think it's very hard to be famous and also come out and say like, Hey, I'm going to proclaim the name of Jesus Christ. Cause you are bringing on a lot of attention and a lot of criticism towards your, towards your life here. I'm going to disagree again. Okay. Well, I would, in the general sense, I would agree with you. Mm -hmm. That's probably very hard for most, but Kanye, uh, I, from what I've seen, right. Is a fairly, uh, uh, unpredictable individual yep right he says crazy things yeah like he wears MAGA hats on Saturday Night Live yeah and like tells people that like they shouldn't try to silence him yeah. right he's a weird guy he like said when you watch interviews he kind of rambles and rants he did he did he is quoted as saying slavery was a choice um, <laughs> not held by this podcast but uh, <laughs> not held by this podcast but I'm just trying to preface like where where we're at right now yeah so two things number one he says some crazy things yeah Number two, um, he's also what we would has what we would refer to as uh, screw you money, mm -hmm. uh, which is like very much if so. nobody ever buys another Kanye album, yep. he's like, whatever, I'm cool. Yeah. Like I, pff, I his, his shoe, his shoe sales alone, like make yeah. up his income. So like, is he that worried about the public's perception of him? It's true. He's never actually, it seems like been worried about the public's perception of him. It's true. His music actually, like even like really, really early on, I watched some mm -hmm. interviews like with some other hip hop artists and they were like, yeah, in walked this dude, like mm -hmm. into this part, he just showed up and yep. just started like dropping lines on us. And we were like, who is this guy? Mm -hmm. Like he doesn't. He seems like the weird guy that's like, he doesn't care what everyone else thinks about him here like everybody else does. Yeah. So apparently, from what I've heard, like that kind of tends to be him. So it, mm, it's, it's interesting. Right. So maybe he doesn't care as much. Yeah. And he's got everything he needs to confidently step out and be like, I don't care. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's true. I, I think like switching topics a little bit, I okay. think an appropriate response as Christians is just like anything else. Like 
it's it's okay to say like, hey, that's that's amazing that Kanye is is like welcome like welcome into the into the fold of Christianity. But right. I think it's also appropriate to say like, just like with with anybody that comes to Christ, like okay, now let's see what fruits you produce, right? Like after coming to Christ, and I think that's a very appropriate response to have as Christians. But it shouldn't just be with Kanye; it should be with everybody, even if it's your lifelong best friend of you know twenty years. If they come to Christ, you should be like. Great, like welcome. I'm so happy for you. Now let's like disciple you, get you into a place where you're ready to produce good fruit, right? And not just like fall under the quote unquote name Christianity, right? Uh, like the the verse that like I have pulled up here that kind of came to mind is John 13, uh, verse 35. It says. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another, mm-hmm. right? And so that's an example of like a fruit that we would want to see in our lives, right? In the people around us, in our churches, and yeah. Kanye as well, right? Yeah. Like if he's joining the quote unquote body of Christ, we'd want to see him living out his life, loving one another. Yeah. And and I would be excited to see that, yeah. right? Like Very we were so. talking about this like, uh, and to kind of like shift a little bit, like we were talking about this like at right before we started recording the podcast, but like, I think it's also unfair of us. Well, let me take that back. It's not unfair. We have to be careful. We have to be careful of being people who are quote unquote judging his fruit um, when we don't have a personal relationship with him. Mm, He's a yeah. public figure. Yep. And one thing we've talked about in other podcasts is that like we see people who are like famous or public figures and we go, oh, I know that person. Mm-hmm. But we don't actually know yeah. these people. We get sound bites of them. We watch interviews of them. But I have no idea what Kanye's like when he's at home reading his Bible and Kim right. Kardashian walks yeah. by and brings him a, a glass of water. I have no yeah. idea what he's like. Yeah, I, hear I have that. no idea when he wakes up in the morning if he's grumpy or he's kind. Does he like coffee or tea? Yeah. Does he have deep deep conversations or like, well, I don't know. Like, yeah. does he read when he's on the toilet? What's Kanye like? Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. We, we really don't know. And I think it's, it's very important, especially in this kind of culture. We have a culture and I think it even permeates into like the Christianity where we will look at some, somebody's life 10 years ago, especially if they're a public figure. Right. And then, and then review their life now. And a lot of times it blends together instead of like recognizing that there are 10 years between what they did on camera, you know, 10 years ago sure. and what they do on camera now sure. that they have changed. And we haven't seen that all the time. You do you know? think that's just, uh, f- like for public figures or do you think that's all of us? Well, it's, it's all of us, but like, once again, Kanye's in the spotlight. Sure. And for me, if I have a change over the course of 10 years, I don't have an interview or a video of what I've done unless it's a home movie about like, who I was 10 years ago. Right. You know, so it's like, I don't have any point of reference for people to make a decision on. The only point of reference they have is what they're seeing in front of them right then and there. That's true. Unless I choose to pull out my phone and show them like, oh, this is a video of me doing this 10 years ago. That's a real problem right now. First, like, yeah. there's no uh, privacy or room to be dumb when you're young mm-hmm. or like a decade ago. Like same thing that happened to like Kevin Hart, right? Like yeah. they dug up when, what was he going to try to host the Oscars or the yep. Grand, or Oscars, right? I don't know. And they dug up like a tweet from yep. like 12 years ago mm-hmm. and were like, look, he's a homophobe. And it's like, yeah. dude, that was 12 years ago when he was in the throes of a different generation or yep. a different era doing stand up comedy. Yeah. And he's, uh, didn't he, he apologized since then about it, but they still were trying to bring it up. Like what happened? Like, uh, just the other day, like, um, people got mad at Ellen DeGeneres for hanging oh, out yeah. with former president Bush I at a football that. game. It's like, everybody wants yeah. to say, 
I have a problem. There's something I want to be angry about. And it's like, dude, just don't get historical. Don't get hysterical. Yeah. Just chill out. Well, and I think like a lot of times, many many Christians are conservative, right? And many conservatives use the term cancel culture to define what you're basically saying. Yes. Where it's like, if you do something ten years ago, it'll be brought back up, and then you'll get quote unquote canceled. Sure, I'm using quote unquote a lot. Um, we are, but uh, like I think we do that a lot of times especially in this scenario with Kanye, where it's like, we will bring up what he's done in the past and say, okay, like because of X, Y, and Z, let's see what he does for the next 10 years before we actually make our decision. Versus like, if you're just in your church, like for instance, a couple of our friends just got baptized, what, two or three weeks ago. Yeah. And like, like one of our friends, Andrew, he is a professing or he not is a, he was a professing atheist, Mm -hmm. like adamantly and, and, and very against the, like, like God, like the belief in God. Now he's a Christian, like, and he's one of the smartest men that I know. And he asks questions that I'm like. Dude, you need to ask Ravi Zachariah. Like, that's as high as, like, you need to go to that level because I don't understand. But, like, I just think it's interesting that, like, I'm so quick to welcome him and be like, thank you. Like, I'm so happy that you get to come. But, like, with Kanye, I'm like, okay, like, let's see. And I think it's because what you're saying, we don't see the day-to-day. We don't see, like, with Andrew, I see him every Friday night because he's part of our life group. Right. And I get to hear the questions that he has, see how deeply he's growing, see his roots literally growing deeper. Yeah. And I don't see that with Kanye. All I see is his outward actions. I don't see the deep, the deep, like, inward like turmoil that he's going I think the rule of thumb is the closer you are to somebody the more hands-on intimate time you have somebody with somebody the more you are going to be aware of that fruit right like you see him you you see our our friend Andrew like for an hour and a half on Friday night I see him there as well Mm -hmm. but I see him also on Tuesday mornings for discipleship for like another hour and a half or two hours so I get a little bit of extra time so I'd be willing to say that I see more fruit already in him than you're of course you are having the blessing of seeing it's not that it's not there it's just that I'm closer to the tree to make out the fruit Mm -hmm. his wife is guaranteed seeing way more of it than I am right and so it's like we have to understand that the closer we are to somebody or the further away we are to somebody, the less we're going to see. And mm-hmm. it's so unfair to be five miles away from the tree and go, I don't see any fruit there. Yeah. I just see some sort of album called Jesus is King. That doesn't prove anything. Yeah. You're a Pharisee. Yeah. And I, I think I see like two, what I, what I go off of now is there's a lot of what you would say is celebrity pastors Ooh, um, yep. that are coming out now that are friends with Kanye. Right. Um, one of them is Rich Wilkerson. Like he married Kanye and Kim Kardashian. Gotcha. And he came out and like kind of made a little statement on it and was like, you know, this man has been proclaiming Jesus for the last like six, you know, six, six, well, I forget like six to 10 years or something like that. Yeah. And you know, but, but basically like I saw his testimony and I was like, okay, like here's a brother of Christ saying, Hey, like, let me clear up some, like, and give some clarification to who Kanye is as, as a person. Right. I'm once again, like we are not God. We're not going to be the final determination of if Kanye is a Christian or isn't a Christian. All we can say is, is be supportive in that. Mm -hmm. And like you said, pray for him. I mean, obviously we're not going to change Kanye's mind at all because I don't have a direct hotline to his phone or anything like that. I have have his number. I texted him. Oh, you have his number? Yeah. Well, I told him I didn't like track number four, but that's fine. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, (laughs) but, but say all that to say like, you know, all, all I can do is pray for him yeah. that he would be strengthened and encouraged in Christ. I think 
And be, I, I kind of want to like transition over to a, like another kind of yeah, line of, of thought. But before we go, I, I will say, I think uh, when you're far away from the tree, right? Or in this case, like Kanye, we can't see the fruit intimately. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think what we actually see from here to there is we are very, very aware that we can't see his, but we need to focus on our own. Yeah. Right. It's like, you're too far away to see your fruit. And it's like, but I'm really close to myself. Is there any fruit in my life? And so if somebody comes up to me and says like Kanye West, like he's not a Christian, I'm gonna go, really? Who's the last person you led to Christ? Yeah. When's the last time you proclaimed him openly? Yeah. Who's the last, are you discipling somebody Mm -hmm. right now? You in a discipleship relationship? Right. What Bible verse is offending you this morning? And if they're like, I'm going to go, bro, just focus on your own fruit. Yeah. Just stay in your lane. Focus on you and the people that are directly around you that you're able to see the fruit. Let's let's switch topics. But uh, before before we do that, I, I do think it's interesting. Like Kanye is a very he's in an interesting spot to witness to people that are normally like against the gospel, right? Like right. celebrities. And, and, uh, one of my, one of my coworkers mentioned the fact that like, um, if you know who Sia is, she's a pop pop star or whatever. Okay. Um, she's the one with the, with the black and white hair that like covers her whole yes. face. Yeah. Um, so she, she attended one of his Sunday services. I don't necessarily know what, what happened. I mean, I'm not saying that she gave her life to the Lord or anything like that, but just the fact that he's drawing like a lot of these people that, would would not hear the gospel otherwise and right. they're hearing it at his Sunday service it's incredible to me like I think that right there is is showing some fruit in his life because right. he's drawing people to at least hear the gospel that's all that we're supposed to do as right. Christians is is proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ and let the Holy Spirit take care of the rest hey, I like that yeah. you know so let's shift over to this on the flip side of things we do have to be, uh, a little bit cautious in in this regard. Um, we don't want ourselves or anybody around us who is maybe really excited for Kanye and is like, wow, Kanye is like becoming Christian. Like maybe mm-hmm. I should, you know, if there's like a, maybe a young like teenager out there, it's like maybe I'll check out the Bible. Maybe yeah. I'll check out this whole Jesus thing, right? Um, we have to be careful uh, ourselves and encourage others not to hinge our hope and our trust and faith in Christ on mm. any individual, mm. right? Lest that person fall. Like, yeah. I think there's a lot of people that when like a pastor that they really knew or trusted or loved falls, mm. or like does something and they get caught in adultery, they're like, yeah, the church is all rotten. Yeah. I'm out of here. And it's because those people have hinged their hopes mm-hmm. and all their trust and faith in a person mm-hmm. instead of Jesus, right? Yeah. And so like when Paul says, follow me as I follow after Christ, He's not saying, just follow me. I'm the end all be all. Mm-hmm. He goes, well, I'm doing, I'm, I'm going over here. I'm yeah. following Christ. I'm asking you just to follow Christ yeah. really in the end. And yeah. so the, another verse I have there is, um, uh, and it's, I don't want to say it's out of context, but it's first Timothy chapter three, verse six is kind of geared mm-hmm. towards Paul's writing to Timothy about, you know, young leaders in the church and elders in the church. And he says this, um, he must not be a recent convert or he may become conceited and fall under the same judgment as the devil. Mm-hmm. So kind of the idea there is like, don't put anybody into too much of a position of authority yeah. when they're a new convert where we, we need to wait and see the fruit in their life yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So in this, I would, I would kind of loosely apply it to the whole Kanye situation. Like we should encourage a hey, applaud people who are finding a lot of excitement in Kanye's newfound faith, but always be leading them back to the word, mm-hmm. always be leading them back to Jesus. Cause mm-hmm. he's, he's consistent no yeah. matter what we as flawed humans do. Yeah. And, and I, and I really like that because I think that there are too many times that we have seen 
we've seen celebrities come into like this, you know, whatever proclaim Christianity or whatever. And then they right. go out and make some like even, even Chris Pratt. I remember like Chris Pratt has, he goes to a church in LA, like he's pretty vocal about his faith, but then he'll go and he'll make some sort of movie and then people will use that against him. Like, Oh, see, he does this in this movie or he, you know, says this in this movie and, and they use that against him. And it's like, okay, well, hold on. First of all, like our standard as Christians isn't Chris Pratt. Our standard as Christians is right. Christ. And there are Christians that like exist. Like we have a podcast about biblical lenses because we recognize that like we exist in a gray zone and there are certain things that as Christians we do that some things, you know, yep. some things mm-hmm. right like there are other things that are concrete right but like there are gray areas in our lives and you know we can't look at somebody's life and say oh like you know because they're a christian that means that everything that they do is okay for me to do right you know or everything that you know they don't do is is something that i shouldn't do it's like okay you know some christians they don't drink other christians they do drink right you know in paul's time it was eating meat that was sacrificed to you know to pagan gods or not eating meat that was sacrificed to pagan gods like it's always been like that and so i i like what you said i think your head will get dizzy if you mm-hmm. look around and say, like, well, I just want to I want to copy the the Christian walk of other Christians mm-hmm. around me. It's not a bad thing to look at people for reference or influence or mm-hmm. somebody that you are encouraged by and try to mimic certain aspects. But if you look at more than one, you're going to get dizzy and throw yeah. up because the thing about Christianity, as <laughs> as much as people don't like this. Uh, about Christianity, you actually should like this. And that's the fact that we're all slightly like further or like along or further back on the same road. If yeah. you're a Christian, right? Conviction comes at different times. And so that's back to that earlier point. Like don't look at somebody who just got saved and say, you should be X, Y, Z. No, they shouldn't. It's yeah. like looking at a young married couple who literally just said, I do mm. said, you should have kids. You should have a fully furnished, beautiful home. You mm-hmm. should be making six figures. You guys should be doing, but it's like, don't put your convictions on them. Yeah. Don't put your lifestyle, your wants and needs on them. Let them do them yeah. and let the Lord lead them. Yeah. That's the, I think that's the hard part. It's like, we want to lead people. I think what's been, what's like interesting. And I think something that the Lord's really been leading me through for the last probably three or four years is to be patient in his process, right? So like there's so many times that I see a new Christian get saved and I do exactly what you're saying. I will be like, okay, like you need to be reading your Bible, like at least 30 minutes a day. Sure. You need to be praying. Like you need to be, you know, you need to understand the word of God so that when you hear heresy, like you can call it out. Mm -hmm. Like you need to be going to Sunday, like church every single week. And I'll put on these, all these like responsibilities on them. And it's basically like, okay, here's a person that's never worked out in their life. And you're like, okay, now I want you to do what the rock does every single day. And if you fail at all, I will say, Hey, are you being a Christian right now? Like you can't put that responsibility. And and what I think is amazing about God is that he is so patient. And even with somebody like me, like I've been a Christian since I was, since I can remember. Right. And there are still things in my life that I fail at. And God is continually revealing new things to me. And there are things that I think I'm great at. And then I'll, I'll get prideful about it. And God's like, actually I require this out of you. And I'm like, Oh, I'm not at all like mature in my faith. And like God is constantly leveling us up like little by little as Christians. Right. And we can't, we can't just require immediately 
there are people that say like, oh, you know, when you get converted, you make a 180 degree turn, like maybe in some ways, but there, there are other things that God just is so patient. He's like, I'm going to reveal this to you right. over the course of 10 years, right. you know, but, but when you look back at yourself 10 years from now, you're going to say like, wow, how much have I grown? Right. Walk, walking the path of a Christian requires more than one 180 degree turn. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of 180 degree, 80 degree turns to get to the destination. Yeah. So people like to think like, just make the turn, just yeah. turn and just everything will be different. It's like, yep. wait, listen, like God is like, if when God saves somebody, there's a new heart, they're a new creation, they're a mm-hmm. new creature. Absolutely. But we are still very much aware of our lives, of our yeah. sins, of our flesh, of our experience. And we're battling that, mm-hmm. right? And in my opinion, one of the most beautiful things is somebody battling that and proclaiming loudly in the midst of that battle, mm-hmm. right? They're aware of the struggle and they're battling. So I want to bring this up because to me, this is Kanye. I think it's on the James Gordon show or whatever. Yeah. And, and he's on a plane Oh. And he's like singing one of his songs, like with a huge group of people. Yeah. So let's, let's play and see like just the audio here and just see if like, does this sound like a good battle? Like yeah. is about anything except for Jesus. That means God's sex last videotape. But if I talk about God, my record won't get played. Well, if this take away from my spins, which will probably take away from my ends. I know it take away from my sins. Bring the day that we dream about. Next time we're on a plane, everybody's screaming out. Jesus. God show me the way cuz the devil tried to break me down Come on man Come on man That's not bad dude That's not bad Dude like it, it, for somebody who's like you know what I'm just I'm doing this now yeah. like that's as bold as you can go yep. like there's not like eloquently written metaphors no. and like little kind of jabs towards it it's like there's just it's just Jesus. We're just yeah. talking about Jesus here. Yeah. You know, like so I don't I like it. I, I, I do like it. And and once again, like I do enjoy the fact that Kanye's new album is all about proclaiming the name of Jesus. I think that like what's interesting is this is the first album that he's really started to kind of mix scripture verses into his album. Like right. we we a lot of times and I actually this kind of brings up a different topic, but a lot of people are like, oh, there's Christian rap now. You know, Kanye's in it. And I saw like a couple of memes of like of like Lecrae and like NF and like Andy Maneo, like these like Christian rap artists that are just like absolutely shamed because they're like, Hi, we've, we've been, been doing here. this for like 15 years. And Kanye comes in and makes a whole new genre. Like, no. But anyway, so that to say, like, um, Kanye brings up a uh, uh, he in one of his songs. He talks about John uh, John eight three three or John eight thirty three, and uh, it says. They answered him, we are Abraham's descendants and have never been slaves of anyone. How can you say that we shall be set free? And he doesn't say the verse. He just references it. And he says, John 8, 3, 3. Um, but then like in the next line, he says, he mentions John three sixteen, And so he kind of brings together these two verses in, in the same chapter, which is very beautiful. Like basically saying like, we're not slaves and because like we're not slaves because John three sixteen states that Jesus Christ came and died for our sins right like like made us born again christians so i think it's just interesting that like you know this is the first this is the first album that we see him starting to proclaim the name of jesus but also blending like biblical scriptures scriptures into it yeah and showing us a little bit of his progression of like hey i'm not just saying this i'm actually reading like verses in the bible and using these to like base my foundation off of yeah i tell you like uh after i got saved and i was still playing music i started uh a christian 
like hardcore, like metal band. Mm, right. Yeah. That was like the first step I made after yep. like, I was like, well, here's what I'm doing. Like, I still want to play music and I love Jesus mm-hmm. a whole lot. I started it with four dudes that didn't love Jesus at all. So that yeah. was a toughie. Not, not going to happen. Not yeah. going to happen. And no. I'll tell you, it didn't happen. Yeah. It was like, it lasted for about like four, four or five months. Yeah. And I, I wrote a bunch of songs and, and they were all, and I got the opportunity to tell them like, or practicing like, all right, here's the lyrics I'm going to sing mm-hmm. like, or scream like in this for like certain verse or chorus i'm like here's why i'm doing it and so i got some chances yeah. to like plant some seeds there i got to play some of those songs in front of people yeah and it was cool like i had to be some people come up to me after but like i i'm thankful for number one the freedom to explore my christianity like in those early days in those yeah. early stages and that was where i was at like I look back right now. I have a lyric book. I can look back and find the lyrics of those songs. They are <laughs> immature. Yeah. I've looked at them. They are yeah. immature at best. I want to see them. Yeah. I'm not ever going to show you. Please. Yeah. <laughs> you can't find it. <laughs> um, They're immature at best. And like, it's cool to see because he is really talented. Mm-hmm. I think as a musician, as a songwriter, like yeah. I think he's really talented. Yep. And the fact that he is now using that talent, like to make much of Jesus, mm-hmm. that's a cool thing. Yeah. And like, it, it hurts me that people would talk crap. Yeah. It hurts me that Christians would talk crap, but yeah. didn't you, you were saying something happened at work. Right? Well, I mean that not, not with Christians, but like we were talking before the podcast started, but like, um, I had some coworkers and they're not Christians at all. And they were just talking about how, like when they heard Kanye created a new album and it was all centered around Jesus is King, they started bringing up his past and they were like, but didn't he make this album that said that? I mean, it was explicit, so I'm not going to say it on this podcast, but like, right. they were like, didn't he say this? And didn't he say that? Like, didn't he used to, you know, like say this in his, in his, in his, in his songs. And, and I just had a moment where I had listened to it for a couple of hours by then. And, and I had to tell him, I was like, Hey, look, like people can change. And if you don't think that people can change, you do not understand like what it means to be a human. Mm -hmm. Like you really don't. Because if you think that like this, like if you think that I'm going to be the exact same person as I am at 20, what am I? 26 now Mm -hmm. as I'm going to be at 46, right? Like you're just stupid. You know, you're stupid. You don't understand that as people go through different different experiences in their life, they will change who they are. Why do you um, think, I mean, is the drive for that person, do you think, I mean, we don't know what that person's thinking, why they're picking or complaining or being frustrated, Kanye, for this new change in his character or music. But like, I, my theory is that those people are just frustrated. People, people want to find things to complain about people yep. want to find things to break people down and like make belittle them because it makes them feel better of course right and, and i think like in in the end when people start calling others to live a higher a higher calling mm-hmm. or when they start calling others to a a higher standard people then want to just drag their name through the mud. I also think there's right? a conviction aspect of mm-hmm. it too. A hundred percent. Where it's just like, whoa, whoa, you're going to start talking about Jesus. Like, you know, anybody who's, who's ever heard a Christian, who's ever heard somebody say to them, what are you like holier than thou? Mm-hmm. It's that same mentality, yeah. which says, I don't like the fact that you are now going to walk in 
a kind of like a moral absolute position that says sin is sin. Like this is like, this is what the Bible says is good. This is what the Bible says is bad. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden that makes me feel uncomfortable around you because now all of a sudden there's right and wrong. Now, now let's, now let's bring this idea home and let's merge what we've been talking about this Ooh. entire time. Yes. So there are non-Christians that do that. Uh-huh. And I think what's also happening is there are Christians that are saying, Oh, you're calling me to live a higher standard. You're calling me to proclaim the name of Jesus Ooh. in everything that I do. No, 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 sir. You're not a Christian. Let me right. show you what it means to be a Christian. Right. And let me show you like that. It's okay to be quiet at, at work or it's okay to not proclaim the name of Jesus at all times. Right. And so they try to just drag them down and say like, you don't know what it means to be a Christian. Oh. You haven't walked for 20 years at right. you know, proclaiming the name of Jesus. Excuses. And here's a born again believer that, you know, he might've just gotten saved. He might've been saved for 10 years, but he's saying like, I'm calling you now to live a higher standard by the life that I'm living. Right. And there are Christians and non-Christians alike saying, no, let me remind you of who you were right. so that I feel better about so myself. I feel comfortable right? being a lazy Christian yep. who doesn't like to proclaim. Mm-hmm. Like, can I just, <laughs> I am so in agreement with that. Yep. Uh, can I just read one of my favorite uh, 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 lyrics from the album yep. from the song Closed on Sunday he says Closed on Sunday you my Chick-fil-A <laughs> he mentioned Chick-fil-A yeah. his first off. and then he holy. says hold the selfies put the gram away get your family hold hands and pray yep oh he mentioned praying family and Chick-fil-A all yep. in the same lyric yep genius lyrical genius I just love that it's deeper than that too that too though where it talks about like you know on Sundays it's our time to just just to spend with God yeah and it's our time to put every other distraction away and and spend time in community and fellowship like I really like the new direction that he's going and somebody there was a critic online that said you know that his what, what was the exact quote it was like his the the spirit is willing but the lyrics are yes weak. i love that so much <laughs> you know it's like i don't know i'm not like i said i'm not in the music industry so i can't really criticize him but like i i really enjoyed what what he's doing dude like here's another one another really good lyric from the song god is there's freedom from addictions jesus you have my soul sunday service on a roll all my idols let them go oh, come on yep. come on now he's like, Come I mean, on! There's now. a lot of transparency in there. There's mm-hmm. a lot of confession in there. There's yeah. a lot of, and I, I just cannot like stop thinking about your statement of, yeah, we just as Christians, old crusty salty Christians, mm-hmm. we just get ticked that somebody would be so open. That's always the thing though yeah. about new baby Christians mm-hmm. is we're like, uh, that's like being around somebody who's young and in love. They won't yeah. shut up about it. Well, once you grow up, you'll realize. Yep. But what we don't realize is like. You know, at, at 10 years of being married to my wife, I should still be as in love and fawning yeah. all over her. Yeah. What's my excuse? Yeah. If I'm right. not. Right. Yeah. And in in that rare situation where you see an old couple who's like 65 years old mm-hmm. still hold hands when they walk, kiss each other all yeah. sweet. You're like, well, what's wrong with that? Isn't that sweet? That's yeah. so sweet. But we don't like the work yeah. that has to get put in to have that when we're 65. Mm-hmm. It's like, what about our Christianity? Yeah. Like. What's wrong with staying as hyped up and excited as a baby Christian? Mm-hmm. Like, can we have maturity and the excitement and the zeal too? Yeah. Like, I like that. I, I think like, I'm, I'm, we need to land this plane because we've been going on for a while. But like, I think the last thing that I would say is I, I watched, so Kanye does Sunday service every single week. Okay. And, uh, and it's just basically a, a 
like it's called Sunday service, right? Yep. Um, and he's been criticized before for not having a pastor on his on his Sunday service, but he finally got a pastor. Okay. And I, uh, one of my coworkers wanted to watch his Sunday service. He's not a believer. He just likes Kanye. So he tuned in to the Sunday service. That's huge. It's huge, right? Like here's this here's this kid who doesn't who doesn't believe in God, and he's watching church happen, right? And uh, so like the pastor was on and I listened to what the pastor had to say and it was basically just an evangelical message. The pastor recognized he's talking and preaching to probably millions of people who are live streaming this event. Right. And he basically just gave the gospel message of John 3.16 says that for God so loved the earth that he gave his one and only son and if you believe in him, he is here to forgive you and to give you a hope and a future. And I was like, I was in the repair room and I'm here like surrounded by my coworkers, right? Like all of these, you know, atheistic, yeah. like, <laughs> and I'm like crying or, or almost crying. I'm holding it together because I'm a man, obviously, but I'm like crying yeah. because <laughs> here's this man that's proclaiming the gospel message and my coworkers are hearing it and I don't have to say anything. I'm just like letting it be. Let it and happen. And I was like, man, what an amazing thing yep. that here's this man that's influencing our culture as we speak. I say haters, get back. Haters, shut your mouth. Haters, shut your mouth. Oh my goodness. And just just let ye or yay or whatever do his thing. Uh, And and Christians out there, if you're a Christian hater, shut up and pray for him. Shut up and pray for him. That's That's, what I say. (laughs) Yep. The end of the podcast. Shut up and pray for him. Love it. All right. Well, hey, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Biblical Lenses or on Facebook at facebook.com slash biblical lenses. Uh, you can check out the show notes uh, for more details. Um, and we have more episodes coming. We release a fresh podcast every single Wednesday. We would love it if you would leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We will see you later.